You're listening to Heather Solves Everything, a show about discovering strengths and solving problems. So what are we waiting for? Let's get into it. Hey, hey, welcome to Heather Solves Everything. This is the show where I take credit for making the world a better place by introducing you to the people who actually are. We're solving problems. Each week, I bring your big questions to people with solutions. I don't promise that they're good solutions, but they're ideas. (laughs) I'm Heather Fusile, and my friends call me Healthy Heather because I'm a national board-certified health and wellness coach. That means that I work with people to help them live healthy, balanced lives. That is my absolute 100% favorite thing to do. And I created this show as one way that I get to do that. And so thank you for being here. And I want to hear from you. Look for Heather Solves Everything on Facebook and Instagram. That's where I post all the extra stuff and where I'm sharing my 22 things that I'm doing in 2022. And whatever podcast app you're listening on, click follow or subscribe to set up automatic downloads so you always have the latest episode waiting for you. But this episode is happening right now. And this episode is going to be a lot of fun because my guest is fun and funky and she is here to tell the story of how she transformed her life into one that matches her colorful personality. I get to introduce you to my friend, Chrissy Souders. Hey, hey. Chrissy spent 10 years behind the mic as a news reporter and anchor before leaving that career to grow her business, Kitschy Wearable Art. She collaborates with artists to accessorize custom art and images into jewelry using a resin technology that she perfected. Y'all are going to want to visit her website and see the beautiful art that you can wear. I have pieces and I have purchased some as gifts and oh they're always a hit. Awesome. Since going out on her own she has grown kitschy wearable art into a thriving online and brick and mortar retailer and she's recently partnered with Divvy Up Socks. She's expanding into new locations and today we're going to hear how she made that happen and what she learned along the way. Absolutely. Thanks for having me Heather. You're welcome. Thank you for being here. Are you ready to solve everything? I don't have the answers to everything. I promise you that. But I can help along the way. That's all I ask for. That's all we can ask. Let's get into it. Okay, so when I first learned that you were planning to leave your job behind the mic in front of the camera as a news reporter, which had been my dream job for most of my childhood. I could not believe why you would possibly leave something like that. But as I heard you start to tell me why, it made perfect sense because this whole program is about living into who you are. You know, life is full of chapters and seasons, and there's nothing that says that we have to do the same thing for our entire life. Right. And so I want to hear the story of how you went from on-air news anchor to owner of a boutique jewelry business. Well, where do I begin? I think it started five years ago, just sitting at my kitchen table with my niece, and we were wanting to do something creative and artsy. Um, And I do recall one morning driving home at like 9 a.m. after working 11 p.m. shift to 
you know, 8 a.m., doing four hours of news in the morning, absolutely delusional and tired. And I recall in my, my vehicle, I was like, man, I'm very nostalgic, Heather, like super <laughs> nostalgic. And I recall just thinking, oh, I want to have a pair of zipper earrings uh, yeah. when I was a kid in the 80s. And like everyone I've told this story to, they're like zipper earrings. Oh, I remember. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're on the same wavelength oh, yeah. here. Okay, good. Um, neon. And, neon. Yes. 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 Mm-hmm. I'm like zipper earrings was a thing. And so I went on Amazon. I <laughs> uh, hate to say that, but I went on Amazon <laughs> and... Um, no zipper earrings, just not there. You saw a need. I know. <laughs> zipper earrings is a need, not a want. That's right. And so I was really searching and searching, very tired and exhausted. And then finally, I was like, I'm just going to make my own zipper earrings. I'm not going to take you down that rabbit hole because that would take the whole session here. But <laughs> uh, eventually, I found the perfect zipper earrings and was sitting at my kitchen table with my niece, Jordan. We just started making zipper earrings and button earrings and different things. And I look at Jordan. I'm like, are we going to wear all these or are we going to start giving them away? Or what are we going to do with all this? Because, you know, I have two ears. <laughs> <laughs> And I guess I could wear like different earrings every day. But, you know, what are we going to do? Because it became an obsession, really. And we started, well, we had an idea that maybe others would like to wear this type of jewelry because it's kitschy, sometimes in poor taste, often nostalgic and unique. And we started putting them in stores. And the display was like a vintage suitcase I had when I was a kid. And it just always sat in my closet and I had no reason why why I kept kept it or whatever and then it was just really organic like put suitcases in different stores super cute put our jewelry in there and let's see what happens and so from there um, we just started putting it in in people's stores and my fiance he owns a gym frequency xp in railroad square art district and the railroad square art district manager she was like hey you make jewelry right and i'm like yes and she's like well we have our first friday we have like this big market area and it's kind of empty right now do you mind like you know filling in i'm like sure and and really people took to it and they thought it was really cute and they're like this is so different and unique and I started paying rent and from there it just kind of turned into a small business that I really did not anticipate or expected but I did realize because of it that I realized what I really wanted in life and what I really wanted in life was to be my own boss and to not have to rely on anyone to take care of me and I'm a very independent person. So, and I felt like in news, I had done it for 10 years. There's, you know, a limit that you can go to. There's always a ceiling, a cap, you know what I mean? And 10 years into my career, I, I was really comfortable and I was really good at my job. Um, but when we got basically bought up by a new organization, a new um, station, their views did not really align with my integrity and what I wanted to do mm-hmm. with my life. And, you know, when it, when I left news, um, it was a mutual decision. And I was so scared because I'm like, what am I going to do now? <laughs> <laughs> because at that point, I really wasn't doing my business full time. And I right. didn't really think, you know, like you can ha- make a career or something out of making jewelry like that. And so I had a lot of like, you know, friends that are artists. 
and Colette Probst. You might know her. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So she lives in Austin now. But when she was cool, living in Tallahassee. (laughs) um, Y'all have to watch her TikToks. Oh, she's so funny. She is out of control. Out of control. I love it. (laughs) She is her own woman. Colette Originals. Yes. Um, And so she actually gifted me a few of her art pieces because, you know, we had a great friendship and, you know, I, I had her on the news and, you know, I, we we helped each other in our careers and everything. And she gifted me, you know, some of her awesome drawings, original drawings, like gremlins and, you know, like that scene with the gremlins, he just opens up his jacket and uh-huh. just fully exposed himself. <laughs> like she drew me something like that and gifted it to me. And I was like, I don't think she realizes that I am kind of an artist too, in my own right. And so... I asked her to basically send me her favorite art piece that she made, like an image of it. And I placed it in resin and jewelry for her and um, a keychain and like another, like a plaque. And I gave it to her. She's like, holy cow, I didn't know you did something like this. Like, you need to like do more of this. And I was like, yeah, I guess you're right. And so I started working with resin more and really, oh, I can't even tell you how awful it was at first the the first couple times I did it I was like this is not my jam the first time that I started to see some of your work it was it it seemed to be such a simple concept but executed beautifully oh well thank you I mean it was like I love the um well, you'll have to give a description of exactly how you do this. But, you know, for, for listeners who are trying to visualize, you know, a pendant on um, with like you could put on a chain or you could wear on a bracelet or you could put on a key ring mm-hmm. that is that is a beautiful kind of miniaturized art piece that then is covered in resin. And so it becomes this this transportable piece of art that you wear and it's amazing and beautiful and it's turned into this this kitschy unique business yeah that has now turned into a big part of your life yeah (laughs) and when we come back from the break I want to hear the process of going from getting a drawing from Colette and and turning it into a resin art piece and then the process of developing your own your own um, recipes and and turning it into something that you could actually sell. So stay with us, guys. We'll be right back. You're listening to Heather Solves Everything. We're talking about how to reinvent yourself. Stay with us. guys, it's Healthy Heather, and I'm so excited to announce that my book is ready for you to pre-order. It's called Happy Healthy You, Breaking the Rules for a Well-Balanced Life. I wrote this book because the healthy living to-do list is short and simple. Eat healthy, exercise, get some rest, and don't stress out. But knowing and doing are two different things, so help is here. We're going to explore how to understand your values and priorities, set boundaries, create a true vision for your life, and enjoy the benefits of healthy living right now. It's a 52-week guide, your path to finding a healthy lifestyle that suits your unique needs. Each entry includes a story with inspiration and advice, as well as a journaling prompt, weekly assignment, and reflection questions. 
I can't wait for you to read it. It'll be in stores May 2022, but you can pre-order it now wherever books are sold. It's your thing. Do what you want to do. I can't tell you who to sock it to. Welcome back. It's your thing. You're listening to Heather Salt's Everything. I'm here with my friend Chrissy Souders. Hello. We are talking about how to do your own thing in life. <laughs> Guess what? You don't have to do the same thing you've been doing for the rest of your life. You can decide to get up and change direction. And that's what Chrissy did. She was an on-air news reporter and anchor for 10 years when she decided that she was done with that. And she went into a completely different direction. And now she is a professional artist and retailer. Before we went to the break, we were talking about how a mutual friend, um, Colette Hardiman, who um, is a now um, Austin-based yes. um, artist. Um, but, but for a while, we were lucky enough to have her here in Tallahassee. In fact, an old episode of Heather Solves Everything was um, fundraising for one of her murals. Oh, awesome. Downtown. And, um, and so she's, she's a lot of fun. And, and a gift from her you were able to start tooling around with and working with resin that you eventually had to like roll up your sleeves and figure out how am I going to make this good enough for me? What was that process like? It, it became an obsession, really. Yeah. Um, so I am, I do not take no for an answer mm -hmm. and I must not fail kind of situation. <laughs> so when I started working with resin, the first time I worked with it, horrible, just a mess, gross. I'm like, I'm never doing this again. And then I'm just like, no, I must succeed. I must overcome. And I just became obsessed with what I could do with this medium. The great thing about resin, it's Treats app. Um, the great thing about it is that there's endless possibilities with what you can do with it. There's no um, nothing holding you back and you can really make anything out of it essentially, and do anything you want with it that's creative. And I, that's what I really liked about it. And so I just started, you know, really going down that path. And when I gifted Colette uh, those gifts of resin jewelry, that I was like, okay, there's a there there. And I just started clipping away at pictures and, and everything and collaborating with local artists and and then I also did a couple of like logos and keychains and stuff like that. And it just kind of morphed into, okay, this is what I'm going to do. And let's just go in at full throttle. I remember those early days seeing when you would post things on Facebook and literally everything I saw, I wanted. <laughs> and I'm not a jewelry wearer. Like I don't wear a lot of jewelry, but I loved how they were so versatile and I could use them as um, a keychain mm -hmm. or, you know, as like a, a pendant, like I put something on the wall. You could pin it onto a bulletin board with a little straight pin. And, you know, it's just like a beautiful little piece of art. And just seeing that was like discovering another part of your personality. And it made me wonder whether or not you had to purposefully reintroduce yourself to people. Absolutely. Because you were already established in the community as a, a face and a name and an identity as a news reporter. And then you're into this completely different role. What was that like? Um, I can't really say it on air. <laughs> but no. Um, so really, as a news anchor, you know, 
news anchors and journalists in general pride themselves. I mean, they really give their whole heart into what they do. And um, that's what I did 100%. Like, it was all news, all day, every day. I was consumed by that for 10 years. And it's not an easy job. Like, you're out there in the trenches and different weather conditions and unsafe areas and doing stories that you're like, why am I doing a story about, like, toilets not working in (laughs) South Burlington, Vermont, or something like that? So, um, and, and those are the times that I still remember and cherish, but I do have transferable skills from that. And Mm -hmm. so I'm like, okay, like, you know, I was a multimedia journalist, news anchor for 10 years. What gifts do I have that I can apply in a different arena? And yeah, so going through that identity crisis, really, um, not being a news anchor anymore was tough. And I had, and I, and it was a struggle. Um, and I went through some tough times and thankfully I had family and friends to support me along the way and to encourage me and say, hey, what you're doing is different and weird, but go for it. And I it's so funny. I remember eating breakfast at this breakfast spot in Tallahassee and I had my store in Railroad Square, Art district. And I used to always get recognized in the grocery store as the news anchor, like, hey, Christine Souders, how are you? And this girl comes up to me. She's our waitress at the breakfast bar. She's like, hey, you're kitschy, right? And I'm like, yeah. So she didn't even know I was on the news. And I was like, wow, that's so refreshing to kind of break that mold. Yeah, no (laughs) kidding. But And then also being in the limelight like that, it can be scary sometimes. Like you're always under people's eyes and people are watching you. And I'm... I'm kind of like introvert when it comes to that now. I I really do not want to be in the spotlight like ever. I would like to just roll up my sleeves and do the job. I don't need to get recognition for it. I don't want to showboat or anything. I'm kind of over it. So, <laughs> Well, then we are super lucky that you agreed to come here and talk to us I do today. it for my business. <laughs> okay. But you know, speaking of your business, I, I know that part of your mission is to make art accessible. Why is that important to you? That is a great question. So for me, I feel like, especially people like me who, you know, don't have lots of money, millions of dollars to spend on art pieces, right? right? Mm -hmm. Um, And art is so beautiful and it really transforms people's lives. And I really felt like it should not be for the haves or haves nots. I think that art is something that we should share Um, Artists should definitely get paid for their work. But I also believe that there is a way to make it accessible for people to enjoy and have it improve their quality of life. And that's what I wanted to do with, you know, the jewelry, because it is so mobile and accessible and people wear it. You see it. And then you appreciate that artist because and then when you are ready to buy and have the money to buy an original art piece, then you know who you want to buy your art from. And so it really is like um, twofold for the artist as well, too. It's kind of like the artist doing like an art print, right, at a lower amount, lower price. But it's just in a jewelry format. I love that because I, in my home, I don't have a large budget for art, but I like to beautify all of the spaces that I see. And I like to be able to, I like to put things in unexpected places. And so I look for small items sometimes. And, um, you know, when I was really had a very, very low budget, I would buy postcards and frame them. 
<laughs> you know, because it's like if it's beautiful and it, anything can go on the wall. And that's kind of how I see some of your your work, because you can put them in unexpected places or you can wear them as jewelry and it beautifies the space and it brings joy and happiness to the people around you. And that's what I call like some of my um, stealthy healthy is anytime that I can bring a smile or laughter or joy to somebody's day, it makes their entire body healthier. Mm -hmm. And I see art that way too. Me too. Yeah, exactly. And that's how I see it as well too. And it's interesting because kitschy wearable art has really morphed. Um, That is one aspect of kitschy wearable art. And now we've kind of grown into more aspects of kitschy wearable art. There's different arms that we do. Uh, Now I have our own designs that we do. And those do really well at our two locations. And the artist collaborations, we do that with artists all over the world. And then they're able to price it the way they want to, that 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 fits the price point of their art. And I just, I sell every single piece to an artist at the same price, no matter who they are. So, so tell us about kind of the grunt work, the uh-huh. behind the scenes of going from, because I know it wasn't like magic wand and now like, now I own an artist. Don't we wish? You know? So, you know, I know that for every business owner, there's this period, sometimes multiple periods of scraping things together, of just being scrappy, of taking the side job, taking Five the years. hustle. Right. And was there ever a time when you felt like maybe you weren't going to make it? Oh, all the time, like every day. Still? Uh, no, not really as much now, but I can tell you, um, yeah, there was a long period of time. I mean, that is just like the nature of being an entrepreneur and a business owner. You have to really, you know, embrace that part of it. I know that sounds really weird and unhealthy, Heather. I'm sorry. No, I'm an <laughs> but, entrepreneur. I yeah. get it. It's part of what feeds you. Yeah. You know, you mentioned earlier you had transferable skills from your previous career into what you're doing now. Mm-hmm. You know, this show is about discovering strengths and solving problems. And that's exact. That's a perfect example of doing that. Uh, identifying, you know, yes, this might be a place where I don't want to be anymore, but what can I take from this and put it into what I do want to be doing? And that's how you reinvent yourself. And you know, it's, you don't have to become a different person. Just take what you're doing really, really well and turn it in, put it to use in what you want to be doing next. We're going to get into more of that when we come back from the break. You're listening to Heather Solves Everything, and I'll be right back. Stay with us. Hey guys, it's Healthy Heather from Heather Solves Everything. I want to thank my sponsor, Kylene and Ryan Studios, a local husband and wife photography team who specialize in weddings and portraits of all kinds. Whatever special event you have coming up, they're your photographers for life. With a combined 32 years of professional photography experience, their unique perspectives shine through in every image you see. Find out more at KyleenAndRyan.com. That's KyleenAndRyan.com. Come. 
back, everybody. You're listening to Heather Solves Everything. Do you feel like there is another part of your personality that needs some attention? Is there another part of you that is ready to come into the forefront? This episode of Heather Solves Everything is about reinventing yourself. You know, you can you can take skills from one chapter of life and start using them in another chapter. And that's what my guest did. My friend Chrissy Souders, she is the founder of Kitschy Wearable Art. <laughs> but she hasn't always been an artist. No, no, no. Or a retailer. I actually wouldn't have fancied myself an artist in the beginning, to be quite honest with you. Well, you are now. I guess I am. Yes. That's part of being a business owner is wearing so many different oh, yeah. hats. And um, I, you just put on a new hat, which is collaborator and partner. Tell us about the exciting new partnership that you've got going on with Divi Up. Oh, yeah. Well, it happened during a pandemic. Of Let's course. start there. Yeah. All great stories. All start great with stories a happen in a pandemic. <laughs> and that's actually, I think, um, something we learned during this pandemic is how people and businesses can join up with each other to keep each other afloat or like to help each other out. Right. And so um, what happened was the pandemic happened and I do volunteer for Women Wednesdays. And I was talking to founder Barbara Westcott about what we can do to keep this going because it's so important in our community to um, have others to, you know, basically hear you and be friends and have that partnership. And so I was like, well, let's just live stream it. And so um, started doing live streams and uh, started helping out uh, local nonprofits and organizations. And also, you know, there was no foot traffic coming into my store. So I had to do something to keep kitschy wearable art afloat. So I did that by doing live streams. And so what happened is the pandemic happened and then people were wanting masks. And so there was a city initiative uh, with the city of Tallahassee, Women Wednesdays, and divvy up socks to get masks to people, manufacture masks and get them out to the public so people can be safe and not spread COVID. And so that's how I was introduced to my now partners at divvy up socks. Um, it's so funny because I, I found an old bottle of resin not too long ago in like one of their rooms. And so I could, I, I know that they actually tried tinkering with resin before they even <laughs> came to me. And then they realized, oh no, we can't do this. So we're just going to go to someone we know. And so they approached me and they're like, hey, would you be willing to do um, our jewelry pieces where we put people's pets and faces in them and customize it? And I was like, let's make a deal. And so the deal happened and they've been my partners now for almost going on two years now. And the cool thing about working in news and being a journalist and everything is I have so many transferable skills. And so it, it went from making the pieces as an artist and then, you know, hey, Chrissy has an eye for design. So I started designing all their products. So I became the idea person. And then from there, you know, now we're leading into a new chapter of Divvy Up Socks where we are actually putting our socks in stores. And so I'm leading the effort there. And so it's just been a really great partnership. And I I'm so lucky. And and I'm and now my business, Kitchy Wearable Art, is able to thrive as well. We have a new location at Railroad Square Art District, and that's our headquarters. And then you'll find us at Markets, uh, Tallahassee Downtown Market. I'm actually the market manager there, Tallahassee Downtown Market, if I don't have enough going on. <laughs> um, and then I have the Kitchy Mobile, which is our mobile unit. It's a 1967 Playmore camper, and that's located at Happy Motorin. 
Okay, so you are now um, everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so... I have a good team. Yeah, well, that's the thing is you don't do it alone. You know, these types of partnerships and collaborations are exactly how these types of endeavors become successful and sustainable. And for our listeners who are not local to Tallahassee, how can they find you online yes. and make purchases from Okay, you. well, go to kitchywearableart.com and you can actually purchase any of our pieces or contact me about artist collaborations. But if you want to put your face or someone's face or dog's face or some whoever's face in a, in a piece of our jewelry, go to thatsmybuddy.com. And also you can do divvy up socks with every pair of socks that you purchase putting your face or pet's face on it. We donate a pair to homeless shelter, which oh, is great. Cool. Yeah, I mean, I mean, really, I get, get up every day and be like, do I do this for a living? This is crazy. I design socks and then we like give to the homeless. Like, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, and yeah. And then you can also find me on Etsy and everywhere else. Social media. Follow yeah. me. Excellent. Oh, that's cool. That is very cool. Well, I'm excited. You know, I remember having coffee years ago when you were, you know, kind of at the beginning of of Kitschy and the transition. Right. Yeah. And and just thinking, oh, wow, this is so cool. It's such a funky idea. And now, you know, I just see you expanding and it's I'm a happy. Lot of fun. I mean, I, every, I mean, it's just it's it feels good to know that you can really make something out of nothing. That is part of what drives me every day. I, I like to say feeling better is not overrated. And if you can do something every day to help yourself feel better than you did the day before, then you know that's everything. And your happiness is everything. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I hope that you're about to be happy because I've got a quiz for you. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> Here we go. I like am bad at tests. I was never good at tests ever. But yes, okay, sure. Okay. Well, this isn't a test. I'm gonna call it. A, I'm gonna call it a game. Okay. Game time. Games are better. And the reason why I I thought about this was as I was putting um, this show together, thinking about reinventing yourself, going from one phase of life into another, you know, not necessarily saying goodbye to an older version of you, but just kind of like taking portions of yourself and, and reinventing them into, you know, another version yeah. of yourself. I thought about, gosh, who else have we seen through history, like recent everyone? history, who has done <laughs> this really successfully? So okay. I thought, Perfect quiz time. So, John, do you have any quiz music for us? Let's. There we go. Got to get into the quiz mood. All right. I'm going to read a description of somebody, and you tell me who they are. Okay. okay? All right. This first person started her career as a backup dancer, but she quickly became a recording artist and before long was landing movie roles creating fragrances and clothing lines. And she's even a reality TV judge now. What? Oh, you may goodness. know her as her initials. Her initials? J-Lo. Oh, J-Lo. Yay. <laughs> Woohoo! Did not get that. I didn't know she was the backup dancer. See? You didn't even know that because I don't even, she reinvented herself. I don't herself. have cable. You don't have cable. You I don't only stream. I only stream. You don't need cable to know about J-Lo. I know about J-Lo. <laughs> Everyone knows about J-Lo. I know her from the movie. Um, what was that movie she was in? Uh, Selena. Oh, I was thinking of a different one. See, that's how many iterations there have been. Yeah, no kidding. All right, so this guy, 
his trajectory is a little bit more of a straight line. Started, okay. started out as a comedian. All right. Um, was in a couple of movies, but nobody really knew him until he was the host of The Daily Show. Oh, um, John Hamm. Did I get that? John Stewart. <laughs> John Stewart. That's right. I actually read his book. Close enough. I read his book. I have his book. But he's a John. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Number three. This, this is humiliating, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're doing awesome. Okay. So this person grew up in a very religious household. Okay. So she, her first record was kind of a gospel record. But pretty soon after that, she came out with I Kissed a Girl. Oh, Katy Perry. Yep. Yay! I don't know how I got that right away. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, awkward. Okay, there we go. Okay. Okay. Now I'm on, a, I'm on a roll now. Okay, so this guy was, he was in a bad place. He was a coke head. She, he was getting in fights. But then he formed a musical group. He became a Calvin Klein underwear oh. model. He made a fitness video. Now he's a... Is it Marky Mark? Yes. Oh, yeah. Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. So um, this guy, similar, um, came from a super famous family, but um, his career took a dip when he got addicted to drugs. Mm. He was arrested, no bueno. but now he is the Iron Man. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, oh no. You know uh, Robert Ro- Ro- yeah. Downey Jr. Yay! Yay! Last one. That would have been really bad. <laughs> Last one. This woman was unstoppable. She had a career in television behind the scenes and in front of the camera. When she died at She's almost dead? 100 years Betty old. White. Yes. Oh, I love Betty White. And people couldn't believe the different ways that she had reinvented herself. Thank you herself. for being a friend. <laughs> Guys, when we come back from the break, we are going to dive deep into ways that you can start taking your trajectory and put it onto a course that can lead to who knows where. Stay with us. You're listening to Heather Solves Everything, and we'll be right back. Hey guys, it's Healthy Heather. You're listening to Heather Solves Everything. This is the show where we tap into your intrinsic strengths to solve the everyday problems of life. And I need your help. If you've got a problem that needs solving, let me know. It just might make it to the show. Go to CoachHealthyHeather.com and click on Solve My Problems. Submit your idea, send it to me, and you never know, it might end up being on an episode of Heather Solves Everything. Welcome back. You're listening to Heather Solves Everything. I'm here with my friend Chrissy Souders. She is the founder of Kitschy Wearable Art and now partnered with Divvy Up Socks Mm -hmm. and growing her business beyond what she envisioned when she and her niece were sitting at the kitchen table making totally beyond zipper. Now we design socks and blankets and 
All different types of products. And the zipper earrings are now available. On Amazon. You solved the problem. I know. From the very beginning, <laughs> the very beginning, I was like, where can I find zipper earrings? That's all Amazon. you wanted was zipper earrings. And now here you are at <laughs> owning your own business. You can still get zipper earrings <laughs> at Kitchy Wearable Arts, Kitchy Mobile. Guys, you know what? This whole conversation has made me think about the path that we take in life. You know, sometimes we see other people's progress and we feel like, why can't my path be straight like theirs? But we don't know how many U-turns they've made. We don't know how many detours they have faced. How many times they like ran out of gas and were stuck for a while. It seems to us like it's easy street, but we all have our own story. And especially those of us who feel like there's part of us that isn't here yet and is ready to come out and be part of your everyday life. And for some people, that feels like a reinvention. And I hope that while listening to my conversation with Chrissy today, you have been able to see yourself or hear yourself in some of those ideas of, you know, like, I did this really cool thing and I was really good at it, but I was done with it. And it's not like I had to start from scratch. I had transferable skills. I could take this thing over here and start doing something else. And I hope that there was a nugget or two and that you'll share it with us. Go to Facebook, Instagram, look for Heather Solves Everything. I want to hear what your stories of reinvention are. And I also want to share... A chapter of my book with you um, that is all about that journey. My book is coming out in stores May 2022. It's open for pre-orders now wherever books are sold. Happy Healthy You, Breaking the Rules for a Well-Balanced Life. And in chapter 24, I think about the word recalibrate. Recalibrating. Have you heard that in the car? This was inspired by a trip to Nashville with some colleagues. We were there for a training meeting and we had arrived early. We had the day to ourselves before our meeting began and we set out to explore. And the lessons that we learned, I want to share with you. So get ready. I'm going to get coachy on you. So here we are in Nashville. We're a bunch of health coaches. And so we want to find something healthy to eat in downtown Nashville. And um, we had some time to kill. So we start to explore. We look to our phones, of course, as you do. And we did a search for breakfast spots. And we went off to follow the directions. We went a few blocks we joked that none of us really followed directions well. We were soon off of our path, but it wasn't a problem. We recentered ourselves on the map we were following, and we kept going. We walked and we wandered. We were like Goldilocks to Nashville's three bears of breakfast options. One was too crowded, one was too greasy, one was too fancy. And each time we lost our way, we laughed and we called out, Recalibrate! About the fourth time that we recalibrated, we had gone about three miles <laughs> looking for breakfast. And by then it had turned into brunch. 
I realized that recalibrating is an essential part of any health journey and any life journey. And it happens in a lot of different ways throughout our lives. We all get lost on the path to a new and improved us, whatever that may be. Sometimes we make a deliberate pit stop, like deciding to let go of our habits for a certain period of life. Other times the diversion is out of our control. Sometimes a family issue or an unexpected health diagnosis or something else comes up that presses pause or causes us, forces us to change direction. Sometimes our wandering is due to circumstances that we could have planned for, but we didn't. The reason doesn't really matter as long as we remember that our internal GPS is always there. It's always following us and it's always ready to announce recalibrating. But for recalibration to actually be helpful, you need to have a few elements that work together. So pay attention and ask yourself whether or not you've got these things. First of all, a destination. Your GPS only knows that you're off track if you've told it where you want to go. Without a clear destination in mind, your GPS is useless. Our internal sense of direction is kind of similar. Like when we have an idea of get healthy or get happy, we're doomed to just wander aimlessly. But once we decide on an actual destination, I'm going to be able to run a 5K. I'm going to get a new job. I'm going to start a new business. Then we can really start our first leg of the journey. It doesn't have to be a permanent destination, but you've got to start somewhere. Decide where you want to end up before you start traveling. The second thing that you need is a strong connection. If you set your GPS to a destination and then ignore the directions, never looking up at the map for context, never responding to nudges to take the next available U-turn, then your GPS is just useless again. If you lose your connection and if you cannot hear it anymore, then it's useless again. The relationship between the travel traveler and navigator is fluid. We choose the destination and the GPS suggests the best route. We choose whether or not to take the lead and begin. The map recalibrates after we start moving. We need to be connected to our internal GPS, checking in periodically with ourselves to make sure that we're still moving towards our chosen destination. And you've got to have a desire to get there. My friends and I could have wandered all over Nashville, and we did, but we were driven by hunger to get to our goal of food. We entered our coordinates with a purpose. And yes, we were distracted along the way. And yes, we rerouted. But we eventually did find an amazing little spot called the Blue Sky Cafe. It was delicious. We sat in the grass and we ate our breakfast that turned into brunch that eventually was lunch. <laughs> and we laughed about the different times that we had had to recalibrate and the adventures that we experienced as a result. It was that perfect combination of having a destination, using the tools that we had available to us to get there while also enjoying the journey. We thought we would just catch an Uber back to the hotel, but decided we would rather walk. The return trip would be shorter because we had learned our way around. Because we had used our tools 
and we knew where we were going. Getting lost is part of the journey, and some people say it's the best way to learn how to navigate a new environment. We all need room to wander and explore the landscape of our lives. Sometimes we discover that the destination we set a long time ago isn't where we want to be anymore. You can change the destination at any time. It's your journey. Chrissy, I wonder, if you looked at your life's GPS today, what would it say? Um, that I don't have to fit in a mold. And that I can be whoever I want to be as long as it makes me happy and I'm enjoying the journey along the way. So you can't put a lid on me. I love it. You would have that open search bar. Where do you want to go? Exactly. And and the world is open to you. Yeah. Give me an Airstream. I'll just like travel wherever and go wherever. I'm, I'm very nomadic. <laughs> Guys, I think we did it. We solved another problem with a little help from our friends. Chrissy, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having me, Heather. Everyone, go and check out Kitschy Wearable Art at kitschywearableart.com. Yes. You can stay in touch with me and the show on Facebook. Just look for Heather Solves Everything. And if you have a problem to solve, go to heathersolveseverything.com and click on Solve My Problems to submit a show topic idea. And we will get it done together. Thanks for listening, guys. I hope that something great happens for you today. I'm Healthy Heather, and I'm always here to help you solve everything. To connect with Heather and find out more about today's show, just look for Heather Solves Everything on Facebook and Instagram. With a little help from your friends, you can solve everything, too.